0: This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers.
1: Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook, a bonus edition of the New York City Cast. As we will discuss Kevin Durant, he asks out, he requests a trade. So, Reed Wallach, a bet sided Nets fan, he will join us. We'll discuss that. And we'll talk about Durant here in a minute. But quickly, uh, Yankees and Mets both in action tonight. Yankees lost last night to the Astros. Yankees need another bat. I mean, the Yankees we've seen versus the Astros here, they can't hit the, this good pitching. If Judge and Stanton aren't hitting the ball to the moon, uh, I know Rizzo has given you a nice year here. But, and the team is you know a million games over 500. I understand that. But there's too many soft spots at the bottom of this lineup, whether it's Gallo, who I, I can't stand. I've seen enough of. Kiner-Falefa. Uh, You can afford one of these guys. Even Donaldson hasn't done much. You can afford one of these guys, but you get in a big situation in a playoff game. Now, look, their pitching's great. Um, The record is what it is, so it's not like this is a a bad team or or, a flawed team, but this is not a perfect team, and I think whether it's Ben Attendee, Ian Happ, this team clearly needs a bat, and hopefully uh, they will be aggressive at the deadline. You can make a case they need two bats. I don't think they'll do that. That's not their way anymore, but whether you upgrade shortstop, whether you upgrade one of the outfield positions, I would do both, but not sure if they're going to do that, but uh, Yankees lose last night to the Astros. They don't hit. Rizzo hits a homer. They get nothing else. But they are in action tonight. Um, against the Guardians, Cole pitching against Savali. And then the Mets, Bassett against Otto. If you parlay the Yankees and the Mets, you get plus 120. Because like I said, they're both laying over $2, over 200 favorites uh, here at Bet Rivers. If you parlay them together, though, it's one bet pays plus 125. So that's a pretty good bet, Yankees and Mets. That's the baseball. But the story of the day is the Nets, and Durant asks for a trade. We came on Tuesday, and and Kyrie Irving had opted in, and we said, well, there goes that in terms of the NBA offseason. Irving will be back. Durant will be back. Not a lot of juice. You know, Jalen Brunson getting 100-and-whatever-million dollars. Give me a break. I mean, come on. Uh, typical Knicks. Typical Knicks. I mean, that that, but that w- was what we thought was going to be the extent of the offseason in terms of Brunson, some of these secondary, third-level guys, not really all-stars moving, maybe eight in moves. That gets you excited. He's a good player. But uh, yesterday, we got a bombshell, and this has become the thing with the NBA. The last few offseasons, whether it's Kawhi to the Raptors, LeBron to the Lakers, Durant back to the, to the Warriors, uh, you get all sorts of these you know, big-time players changing teams, and it didn't look like we are going to have it this summer, but it appears like we're going to have it now as Durant has requested a trade. Very tricky. Very tricky for a few reasons. He's got four years left on a deal. I mean, he's got four years left on his deal. So with the Nets, it doesn't sound like this is the way they'll go. Because the Nets say, you know what? A, let's work it out. Let's try to you know, do couples therapy, whatever we have to do. Let's figure this out. We want you back. If that doesn't work, do they have the gall to say, you know what? I'm sorry you feel this way, but you're under contract. Uh, we'll, we'll see in training camp. It doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Those are two routes I would consider, though, because when you start talking about trade packages, what makes this trickier, Durant's 34, and the Nets, they don't have all their their, their picks. Their picks are either going to Houston the next five years or their pick swaps with, with Houston. So if you get the first, and they're unprotected. So if you have the first pick, well, it's going to Houston, and you get their pick, or you just lose it all together. Uh, depending on what year, so the Nets don't have any of their picks. So usually you would say, you know what? It didn't work with Kyrie and Durant. Let's rebuild. We'll trade all our guys. We'll cha- trade Durant like he wants. We'll trade Kyrie to the Lakers, which I sound sounds like is going to happen. And we'll trade Joe Harris. We'll trade Curry, and we'll stink for the next, you know, year, two years, maybe three years. But in the meantime, we'll get a bunch of young picks. We'll, we'll, we'll get a young, bunch of young players, a bunch of picks. Meanwhile, our picks are really going to, you know, double, triple in value. Probably even more more than that in terms of. A normal franchise that has their picks, we're going to say, well, we're going to be picking it pretty high here. With the lottery balls, you never know, but we're going to be pretty bad, and we'll pick in the top three, top five. Well, you don't have that luxury now. So the Nets made the comment, we want to still compete for championships, which to me is laughable. We know they're not competing for championships. They didn't win championships with Durant. They're not going to win championships without Durant. Uh, It's crazy. This time last year, they were... Uh, right around almost to the day they were up two nothing on Milwaukee. I mean, we're a couple weeks past that in terms of the specific date, but here we are, and they are just uh, basically going to start from scratch. And the problem is, like I said, you don't have your picks, and then you get in a scenario where who's interested? Lots of teams, pretty much every team. But you got to consider: is Durant interested in them? Not from your perspective. You don't care what Durant wants, but the other team's going to want what Durant wants. Say Oklahoma City. You know what they've got the, the bunch of picks you do a little reunion with the thunder well if he doesn't want to go there the thunder aren't going to be interested and the thunder aren't, probably are not going to be interested because you know he has not they're trying to win two three years from now they're rebuilding durant's 34 um it, it, that's not going to be probably an option and if you're going to trade him to a good team okay but the good team's going to have to tear itself apart to get durant so durant's going to go somewhere and you're going to trade four or five three four players bunch of picks and then he's going to have no team around him. So it's a very tricky scenario. This idea that they're going to get this all-time trade hall, historic trade hall, like Anthony Davis, like Paul George, that I don't buy just because of his age and the circumstances. And if I'm another team, hey, why am I going to trade you my young guy who's happy for your older guy who's unhappy? And you know, maybe I get him and he's happy for a year or six months or 18 months, and then he wants out of here. So You got to start to look at Durant and say, what does he want? Can I trust this guy to stay happy? Because he wasn't happy in Oklahoma City. All right. He was a free agent. He has a right to leave. He fulfilled his contract. Goes to the Warriors, wins championships. If he didn't get hurt, he's going to win. They're going to win all three championships in the three years he's there. Made the finals every year. Well, he's not feeling fulfilled. He's not happy. He's not getting all the credit for winning them, even though he was great for them. Um, That wasn't a great scenario. So he moves on to the Nets where he handpicks the coach. He handpicks his teammates. Now he's unhappy here. You got to wonder if you're the fourth team. All right, what am I walking into here if the Nets aren't happy and the Nets are happy to oblige and get rid of him here? Uh what am I walking into? So it's a very tricky scenario. I don't think this gets resolved overnight or quickly. Um if I'm if I'm the Nets here, you know what? I'm going to take all offers. I'm going to consider all offers. I'm going to try to create almost a bidding war for Durant. So fascinating scenario. The Suns are mentioned as a preferred destination, the Heat are preferred destination. Uh, I'm rolling my eyes too. Why do I care about your preferred destinations? I mean, I'm going to get what I can for you. I don't care where I'm sending you. But like I said, the te- these teams, if he's not interested in these other teams, these teams aren't going to be interested in him, you wouldn't think. Uh, could the Raptors put up a Scotty Barnes and Picks kind of scenario like they did with Kawhi a couple years ago where they traded to Rosen and some other stuff and they get Kawhi and they rent them for a year? That's a different scenario, but it's not impossible. Um, if I'm the Nets, I'm, just, I'm making a list of the, I don't know, best 21, 22, 23-year-old players in the world. And I'm just seeing what I can get, whether that's Zion, whether that's – boy, Ingram's a little older than that, but can you call New Orleans? They have a bunch of Lakers picks Could you get Ingram and Lakers picks for Durant. I mean, Trey Young, I don't know. Would he want to go to Atlanta? Durant, probably not. I mean, that, that's the kind of player you're talking about. You're looking for a younger player. You're not going to do like an, an even exchange where you're going to try to win – now, but I, I guess the trade that makes the most sense is like an and Could you get Bridges and some picks? That's not bad. I mean, and doesn't really get me excited if I'm the Suns. Are you giving up Aiton and Bridges and picks? Um, it'll be fascinating. It'll be fascinating. But the consensus that he's going to command the biggest draft hall in history is not one that I'm buying. He'll, he'll go for a lot. He's Kevin Durant. He's, you know, coming into last year, you could call him the best player in the league, the second best player in the league. He had a very good chance to win the MVP if he didn't get hurt. He's been hurt a little more than you like, obviously. So that's part of him going forward. But he's still a great player. But I just don't know um, that he's gonna. you're going to have a scenario where a team just unloads every single thing they have in order to get this guy who's 34 and has shown that he's, uh, he's a hard guy to keep happy. So he's going to go for a lot. He's absolutely going to go for a lot. Makes for a fascinating scenario. In terms of the betting angle of this, the Suns now are plus 550. I think what's built into that. Uh, that's to win the title. What's built into that is the idea that they're the favorite to get Durant. So that number has moved. The Nets have moved down to thirteen to one. That'll continue to drop. I think it's only thirteen to one with the idea that hey, who knows? Maybe he stays with the Nets and uh, you have a good a, a good deal there with the Nets. And who knows that maybe, maybe the Nets say, you know what? We wake up and say, uh, wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm not trading. You got four years left on your deal. Give me a break. I'm, I'm not trading you. Whatever. You're upset about what we can work on, but uh, we're not going to just give you away for, you know, 30 cents on the dollar just because you're unhappy. So you're under contract. You're going to play. I guess Durant's response could be, well, my back hurts. My ankle hurts. I'm not going to play. Is he going to do that for four years, though? So it's maybe a little bit of a game of chicken here. I'm not sure what Durant's upset about, whether it's not extending Kyrie and giving him the max, whether it's giving Kyrie a hard time. Remember the beginning of last year, they wouldn't let him play road games. So not really sure how we got here. But it makes for, look, we're starting to slow down. We were just talking about how, you know, no NBA, no NHL, no big free agents. It's kind of a lull here in the sports calendar. Well, this was a bombshell yesterday as we find out Durant is likely headed to a new team. I don't think it's definite, but I think you'd have to say at this point that it's likely. So uh, a little bonus pod coming up next, Reed Wallach, Nets fan, editor, senior editor at BetSided. So we'll talk to him. We'll get his thoughts. What's the betting angle of this? Where does Durant end up? That is next. This is the New York City Cast, presented by BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21 or older? Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. We are back, New York City Cast, Bet River Sportsbook, Bonus Edition. Kevin Durant wants a new team. Edition. Our next guest, he is the senior editor at Bet Sided. He is a Nets fan. Uh, usually, I would thank him for coming on, but this is really just going to be a therapy session for him. So he is getting a bill at the end of this podcast. It is Reed Wallach. Reed, what's up, man? How you feeling today?
0: Uh, I I literally woke up this morning and I I wanted to make sure like it was like this happened. I was like oh, like maybe it was like j- this was just like a bad dream or something. Nope, definitely happened. Kevin Durant uh, wants out, and the Nets, as we know it, are kind of finished here. Twice in a decade that uh, they've went through this trade everything haul, and now they're back to the gutter. You know so. Back to square one, and we'll see. I mean, there's obviously a lot of fallout from this. Um, from the team side, I think, and we can get into, like, who's at fault here. I think everyone deserves at least a little bit of the blame. I don't think anyone should be off the hook. But, you know, just how do you get Kevin Durant to sign a four-year extension 10 months ago, and now he just wants out? Like, where? what could be so bad that him and Kyrie Irving – are still interested in playing together before a different team. Like, how bad could it be? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, my, my brain can't wrap around this, maybe because I'm so biased, but I just don't understand.
1: Yeah, before we get to some of the the fascinating stuff in terms of the return packages, uh, how you handle this in your Nets, and it really is an interesting situation for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, just quickly,
0: how did it get here? <laughs> you, my, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, it seems like, from all indications, Durant. Hasn't spoken to the front office since the season ended. Um, you know, Logan Murdoch for the ringer, he said uh, Durant doesn't believe that the team did a good job trying to understand Kyrie. From all indications, and again, I will lean towards the ownership and front office deserve some blame, but it does seem like the Nets really tried. They offered real extensions to Kyrie in the past week or so before he ended up opting in. They gave... Maybe it was the vaccination stance, and there was a fallout from that, but, you know, the Nets kind of made a hardline stance, and maybe that was kind of the beginning of the end. But it does seem like the Nets tried at very least to get through to Irving, and now it seems like they're kind of relieved that Kyrie's off the team, and even if that means costing them Durant, um, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that because I'm interested in winning, you know, it, I don't, but I don't work in the front office. So maybe it stems from that whole Kyrie situation, but ultimately I just – I can't get there. I, I I don't understand how you're willingly going to alienate. I mean, look, listen, I'm plugged in on Nets Twitter. I see what's going on. How are you just going to push away such a large faction of fan base and, like, you know, there's concerns about gener- generating revenue? No one's going to go to these games, you know? Like, so I just – the whole thing is bizarre. I'm sure there will be some big report of what happened and stuff, but, you know, I just don't understand how you're cool with this. I, I honestly think the Nets should maybe consider saying no. Say, listen, you're, you're under contract for four years. Go out and play. And they're going to trade him to a team, and they should get the ultimate haul back, the biggest haul back in trade history. This is the best team Durant can go to, you know? Like – This is the team, because Durant and Kyrie, they signed in Brooklyn, of course, so the Nets didn't have to give up anything to get them. Obviously, they made some moves to open the cap space, but all that what they gave up was to get Harden. So Durant is going to go to a team that is trading for him and gutting their roster to get him. I just don't think that makes a lot of sense. Durant's best option to win, if that's what he's actually concerned with, is on the Nets. I still believe that. Maybe it's too far gone, but you know.
1: No, you hit on a few things. You really hit on my next three or four questions. That's the first thing. My, my two plans here, plan one, hey, what can we do to make this work? I know you're unhappy, but let's uh, let's go to couples therapy and let's fix it. That's, that's plan one. Plan two is, okay, so, sorry that it didn't work. Sorry you don't feel this way. Sorry you feel that way. But look, at the end of the day, you're under contract for four years. Now, if somebody calls us and offers us X, Y, and Z, we're not going to hang up, but we're not going to just give you away here. I mean, yeah. you don't really have a lot of options. You could say your ankle hurts or your back hurts. You can cry about it for the next four years, but you don't have a lot of options here if you're Durant.
0: Yeah, I a weird subplot. And listen, this is like – it's every second because my brain is on like hyperdrive now. I'm thinking about it from all different angles because it, it really is a complex story. This is not like a – cut-and-dry split here. There's the Kyrie situation, Durant, the Nets, the other teams. You know, like, there's so much at play here. And what I'm thinking is, is why would Durant take another PR hit? You know, like, he had that whole Golden state thing that didn't really go the way he wanted, and I think everyone kind of got over that. And kind of had this, like, revival in Brooklyn because he's so good, of course, and stuff. And this is not me talking bad about Durant, even. This is just... He, like, got, like, he just wants to play ball. He wants to play with his friend. He, like, had this team. They kind of catered to his needs. He was kind of running the team, more or less. And now all of a sudden he wants to now force his way out of the Nets with a four-year contract to take another PR hit only because he doesn't, what seems like, doesn't like the front office and ownership. Like, I've seen this before. You see players don't like the front office and stuff, so, like, You're going to go this far to really damn, and we know he cares about his legacy and his reputation. He's so online. We know he's reading all this stuff. Like, you're going to drag your name through the mud again, and, like, the new cycle will probably blow over. I'm just surprised that he's willing to go to this level once again, you know, to, like, put himself back on the, the, I guess, like, the bad end of things, if you know what I'm trying to say. A hundred
1: percent agree. And he just, boy, he's a, he's a hard guy to figure out. I think yeah. we put it that way. And that I think gets back to, I mean, usually you come on this podcast, this is your second time. We I, we agree on pretty much everything. One thing I'll disagree. I don't know about this is the, the biggest trade haul ever because he's 34. Uh, you don't have all your picks. So that makes it tricky. And you can't just send them somewhere for the nets and recoup picks because you're getting bad picks back. Your own picks are going to Houston, either in swaps or just directly unprotected. So that makes it tricky. And you got to worry, hey, all right, I could send him to OKC for a million picks. Well, does OKC want to do that? You have to worry, not if you're the Nets, but if you're this other team, hey, can I trade for Durant? Is he going to be happy here? Or you go the other route and you trade him to a team that is good, but you trade him for all the reasons they're good. All right, we'll trade him to the Celtics, but we want Jalen Brown, this guy, that guy, the other guy. And it just it makes it for a very tricky negotiation in terms of his age. Uh, let's face it. I mean, you hit on it. This is now the, the second team. he's third team he's been unhappy on. I mean, we could say, all right, he didn't like playing with Westbrook. I don't blame him wasn't happy winning championships with the Warriors, not happy with the team with the Nets where he handpicked everything. You got to worry if you're another team. All right. He's happy for what? Six months, a year. And then what? So uh, I'm curious what trade package to get back. And let me just ask you, what sort of package do you want? What makes the most sense for the Nets considering they don't have their picks?
0: Yeah. So I guess like my ideal package and their names to throw out there, but I think that some of the packages being thrown out are completely lowballing them. And, I know the Nets say that they're gonna try and work with Duran and Rich Kleiman to get the you know a favorable deal for both parties. Like in reality, the Nets should say, screw you, we're gonna take what's best for us. Like I see people like like Chris Haynes reported like this would be a bad look if the Nets don't like kind of make Durant happy. Like, why do right. why do they need to make Durant happy? They First of all, Sean Marks is going to be long gone by the time the Nets get out of whatever they're in, this, like, fake rebuild thing. So, like, Marks probably won't be here. Nash definitely won't be here. So why do the Nets need to do good by Durant? He's the one putting them in this position anyway. And this will also all blow over by the time the next time, like, the next superstar ass out. People like, oh, well, no one will want to sign with the Nets. Well, like, yeah, well, they're not going to sign anyone anyway. They just lost Kevin Durant. But five, six years down the road – no one's gonna remember this. This will all be just water under the bridge. You know what I mean? Like it's like the news cycle of low over. So if we're talking packages, I would like one potential star, like around 25, 26, still like in that like rookie deal or rookie extension deal. And like to me, I'm shooting for the Evan Mobley's, the Zions, even the Scotty Barneses of the world. And my low end probably would be like Brandon Ingram and Jalen Brown. And I bring up the Pelicans as they're probably my favorite trade candidate right now because, one, you could sell that to Durant if you don't get Zion. You get Brandon Ingram. You get all those Laker picks. You get, like, Herb Jones and Larry Nance. That, that deal works. That, that deal uh, works for both parties. And then you get all their Lakers picks and a boatload of picks back. That's a one-for-one deal. What is more likely to happen, though, is they probably end up coming to terms with Miami or Phoenix, and it becomes, like, a five-team deal. Like, some massive deal that goes way beyond my imagination on, like, how many people come back, and the Nets end up probably getting some, in reality, poo-poo platter value back. But, like, an Ingram and Picks, you could sell me on that because then it's like, all right, we got Brandon Ingram, we got Ben Simmons, they're both young, maybe they work, the Lakers flame out when LeBron inevitably leaves, and, you know, we move on from there. That's how I see it, at least.
1: I think you hit on the perfect thing because I think you need to get a third team involved. What makes this so tricky is, look, if I trade him to whoever, just pick a team, and I get all your picks back, okay, that's great. But your picks aren't going to be very good because you have freaking Kevin Durant, and he's probably not wanting to go to a bad team. He's going to want to go to a team that can win a championship. So, okay, you got five picks that are 28 or later, and who knows? As we've seen with the Nets, the Lakers, anything can happen. The team could blow up. But I think you hit on a good thing where find a roundabout way to get somebody else's picks, a third team's picks. The Pelicans would make sense. Uh, And it's just what makes it tricky, and I think we're in – I don't think this is going to happen overnight. We're recording this on Friday. I don't think this is going to happen Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think this is a complicated deal because if I'm – This uh, another team, I I know he's Durant. He's great. I would want him. Everyone should be interested. Why am I going to trade you my guy who's young and happy for your guy who's older and unhappy? So that makes it a little trickier too. Uh, What's the betting aspect of this here? Who's the sleeper team? Could it be, should should we be taking a stab on the Raptors? Um, Could Atlanta with the Hawks? Would that be one where they could trade Trey Young? I don't know that he'd want to go to Atlanta. Is there a betting angle of this? I I know the number has already moved uh, on Phoenix here assuming, building in the fact that, you know, it, it's likely or at least possible he goes there. Is there anything from a better, better angle here, as, as I'm pulling up the odds here at Bet Rivers, uh, that you think we can c- kind of profit from this for him?
0: Yeah, I I do think, like, if we're, if we're handy or we're setting odds on which team he's going to go to, I do think my – but I do think that there's something to be said. What if the Nets trade him to a relative unknown and they take the best package available – who benefits from maybe Phoenix and Miami not benefit? You know, like almost think about it, like let's go one step further. So I think a team like Denver, you know, I'm, I'm seeing they just signed Bruce Brown right before we got on the pod. They got Contavious, Caldwell, Pope in a trade. Um, Was that yesterday? I don't even remember. The days are like blending together now. Earlier this week, they got Contavious, Caldwell, Pope. I think Denver, if Durant goes to a team that isn't going to be a super team, I think Denver's kind of hanging in the mix. They were what were they? They were close. To, I don't want to say what number are they now?
1: Denver here at Bet Rivers is fourteen to one. The Lakers have moved to fifteen to one. Uh, yeah, I was the, the idea that they, be
0: the other team that I think Kyrie. They, I think the Lakers might get Kyrie also. Yeah, I agree,
1: and that's the other thing. If you're the Nets, hey, all right. Whatever we get back from Durant, let's just go full, full rebuild. We, we're not going to – who knows what we'll get for Kyrie. We'll get something. We can take Westbrook in a pick. Now the Westbrook in a pick deal makes sense. If you're if you're trying to win a championship with Durant, Westbrook in a pick doesn't make sense. But if you're going rebuild, Westbrook in a pick makes sense. I don't think you'll get two for mm-hmm. Kyrie, but maybe get one. And then you can start shopping the Joe Harris's, the Seth Curry's. Before you know it, maybe you, you got a nice little – uh ask that play the Sixers are 13 to 1 that's another one that they're interesting just as an aside I like their offseason PJ Tucker Meltwin, they got guys that can defend that can rebound they sign house so uh, I don't know I, I was thinking just trying to figure out a long shot team for Durant here I know these books are going to be very careful about anything information based yeah. after Palo so I don't know that we're going to get yeah. odds for the next team uh, if you if you think hey he's going to go to the Raptors Kawhi part 2 the Raptors are 50 to 1 is that something that's worth worth you know 20 bucks
0: Nah, I I think you got to stay towards the top with this one. I I do think, I would say you want to, if you're betting this, you should try and think, what if he doesn't go to the teams that are likely to get him? Who's going to benefit the most? And like I said, Denver, Los Angeles, those two teams are really going to benefit if Durant is to go to like a New Orleans or Toronto. Basically, like the Nets are taking the best package, not just doing Durant a favor, which We'll see if that actually comes true or not. But, you know, that's, I think that's the way to play this right now. But obviously, if he goes to Phoenix or Miami, they instantly become, you know, the top choice or second choice. I mean, he's just that good. Yeah. Phoenix makes sense. I think if you
1: gave me just one, hey, you have to choose, forget the odds, I think I would pick Phoenix. And Phoenix is now plus 550. That number's been cut in half. So I think they're building in the fact that Durant is likely, if not possible, to go there. Uh, and I agree if you're the Nets, just take the best possible package. But if you're the other team, I, I, boy, am I going to unload? If I'm Oklahoma city, am I going to unload all my stuff? And he doesn't want to be here. Then I have a headache and I have all the stuff I gave away. Uh, it's really going to be fascinating. Ultimately, what team Here's, do you think he goes to?
0: Ultimately for, I mean, for me, I hope he goes to new Orleans. Cause we get a package. If I were to guess though, I think he ends up in Phoenix. Me too. I, I think one way or another Phoenix gets it, gets it done. Um, just based on how it's been reported and stuff, it, it seems like the Suns are going to go all in here and try and find a way to get him done. It, won't, it If that's the case, I think it will take like a massive, massive, massive deal in terms of not only like assets moving, but just like teams involved. I think it will go to like four or five teams. Um, so if I were to say, I think he ultimately goes to Phoenix. But I also have this crazy idea. He should probably just stay with the Nets because if you want to win basketball games, that's the team that will give you the best chance.
1: And the Nets, uh, I mean, thirteen to one here. Maybe they're onto the fact that maybe he won't be traded. Um, yeah, I mean, thirteen to one. I would hope that line would drop and you can get a better number and just assume, hey. Or not yeah, assuming, I, I, I t- am
0: not. I, I, as someone who would love to bet the Nets to win the title, there is you cannot pay me to bet. I would not bet the Nets with your money right now. It's not worth it. Well, the books love the Nets. We know this.
1: Going back from last year when hey they lost like thirteen in a row, they're still like seven to one to win it. All the books just can't quit the Nets. So. Boy, it's been a fascinating story. I'm sure we could talk about this for a long time, but you got to go, man. Appreciate you uh, giving me a few minutes here. We'll keep in touch. Uh, I don't think, like I said, I don't think, do you think, let me ask you before we get you out of here, do you think this gets resolved quickly or do you think this drags out a few days
0: a week, something like that? I I think this is going to drag out a little bit as the Nets kind of weigh their options. I also think it's in the Nets' benefit. Whether they do Durant a solid or not, I think it's in their benefit to Let this become a bit of a bidding war, you know, try and drive up that price. There's no need to rush it. I know a lot of things are going to be on hold. I think kind of interesting, Zach Levine didn't sign his extension right away, uh, his max deal. Maybe Chicago thinks they could get into the mix for that. But um, I think it's in the net's benefit, wait a week or so, and then really get in the mix. So I don't think we're going to see this deal go through until at least, I'll say like a week or so. The strength of the NBA
1: and the weakness are the same thing. Where we don't really care about the regular season. the The postseason this past year was kind of a dud, but the off season's awesome. Like it's the it's, it's the best thing about the NBA, but it it's the worst thing. It's great. Yeah, it is. Reed, appreciate you, man. Good luck with everything. Uh, I don't know if Sean Marks will call you and consult with you, but uh, <laughs> I, I wish you all the best. I'm sure you'll be tweeting about this as this uh this unfolds. Uh, check. Let, let everyone know where they can find your work.
0: Yeah, uh, my Twitter, at Reed Wallach, R-E-E-D-W-A-L-L-A-C-H. And make sure you're checking out all our, our stuff over at Betsided.com, Twitter, at Betsided, all that good stuff. And, yeah, well, thanks for having me on, man.
1: All right, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Reed Wallach. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Um, by the time we talk next, I think Durant will still be on the net. So maybe if Durant gets traded, we'll, uh, we'll throw on another bonus pod and react to it. But I think this will drag out a little bit longer considering – the complications along with this deal. So enjoy your weekend. We'll be back Monday. Enjoy all the baseball. This is the New York City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.